0: hi you're listening to a new podcast stronger now it is the podcast for women who are ready to move forward in their lives after separation divorce an unfulfilling or toxic relationship it's for the woman who is ready to embrace the limitless potential that's inside of each and every one of us we'll be here every week to walk this journey together we'll be back here next week same time, same place. So welcome. Life. Tackle it. Embrace it. Live it. See you soon. Hello, everyone. It's so good to be with you here today. So today is officially our very first podcast. How exciting. My name is Simone Allison and I'm a female empowerment coach. I work with women who have experienced loss. When I work with women who have experienced loss, I help them to reclaim their personal power, to find their voices and to set healthy limits in their relationships so that when they leave, they feel stronger, They feel more confident, and they feel safe. But what I'd like to do right now is I'd like to give you a little background on me, who I am, what I do, and just why it is that I am so passionate about what I do every day. But before I do that, I'd like to take you back a little bit to the year of 2017 for me it was a very pivotal year it began for me on march the 1st which was when i decided to separate from my then husband of 17 years and a month later found out that my father who was diagnosed with laryngeal cancer needed to be hospitalized. So my father was hospitalized during that period when I had separated from my husband and he never came home. So basically I was having to deal with two major losses at once. I felt destabilized. So as I was dealing with the separation, along with my father's illness, I also witnessed a traumatic event in the hospital at my father's bedside one night. My father, who had fourth stage laryngeal cancer, required a tracheotomy. And the tracheotomy is um, a tube that, through surgery, is inserted into the trachea or what we know as the windpipe. And because he had a tumor on his windpipe, he had difficulty breathing. So the tracheotomy helped him breathe easier. So it turns out that a respiratory therapist who suctioned his tracheotomy on one of those days that he did require suctioning, she, t- she turned out to be inexperienced. And essentially, she suctioned my father's trach a little too far down, and this caused him to bleed from his tracheotomy so that evening i came in to visit my father at the hospital and discovered from my brother and mom who were on their way out what had happened with my father's suctioning needless to say i was scared i was in shock i was angry i was i was frustrated And I didn't mince my words when I spoke to the nurses and let them know exactly how I felt about what had happened. Anyhow, later on that night, I made sure my dad was comfortable before I settled down to sleep around midnight or so. I went to bed, and about maybe about 5 or 5.30 in the morning, I heard a thud. I woke up and found my father in a pool of blood. He was bleeding profusely from his tracheotomy. I thought quickly. I tried not to panic, and I had to move beyond the fear. I had to act quickly, and by the time the nurses came in, and got the situation under control, I had regained my composure. I left the hospital to go home to get some more rest. About a couple of hours later. So when I arrived home at my apartment, I walked out onto my balcony and I remember that morning like it was yesterday. I felt changed. I knew at that moment that my life had severely been altered. I felt detached. I felt unstable. I felt untethered. I was dissociating. I knew I was dissociating. Because having a background in the field of mental health, being a mental health therapist for a number of years, I knew what was happening. I inherently knew. I felt like I was having an outer body experience. A few days later, I began to experience the effects of that night, of witnessing that trauma. I began to see blood around the necks of friends, family, perfect strangers. I knew the blood wasn't there. I knew what was happening. I was having flashbacks. I was re-experiencing the trauma that night of that night. And it was at that point that I began to journal. I started journaling out of, well, f- for me, it was a matter of survival. I knew it had healing potential, but I also knew that I needed to I needed to process everything that had happened to me and everything that was happening to me. I needed to get through this. I needed to get through it for myself and most certainly for my children. And as the analogy goes, if you're on a plane and it's going down and you need oxygen... You better slap that oxygen mask on yourself first before anyone else. And that's exactly what I did. I sought help wherever I could. I went to therapists, two of them. I sought neurofeedback for the anxiety and for the bouts of depression and for the flashbacks. Neurofeedback is essentially a therapeutic process where electrodes are placed on your scalp. And these electrodes are geared to decrease, alleviate, and eventually eliminate the symptoms that someone is experiencing, whether it's with anxiety, Depression, flashbacks, or a whole host of different symptoms. I had many sessions of neurofeedback. I also did hypnotherapy, about a handful of sessions. And in researching something more significant for the effects of the trauma, I discovered another therapeutic technique called EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization Reprocessing. Now, EMDR is used to heal all types of trauma. And it's known to be very successful in doing so. I had to get better. I knew I had to heal. I did everything I could. I had no choice. I knew I had to get out of this. Despite my efforts, I experienced fear-based thoughts that arose constantly during the course of the day self-limiting thoughts? Because not only was I dealing with the trauma that haunted me for months on end, the separation and my father's illness, but I was also dealing with a reconciliation between my husband and I, gone bad. You see, when I returned to my husband to try to work things out. I got the brunt of emotional, physical, and mental abuse. I knew at that point that I had to leave him again. It was a matter of time, that's all it was. Because I continued to be riddled with anxiety, depression, and flashbacks, I had to regain my strength. I stayed until I did that. Because I knew that when I did leave, I would never come back. I knew that by leaving a second time, I was going to salvage my sense of self-worth, my self-esteem, and above all, my self-love. When I moved back on my own and tried to bring some balance into my life, The self limiting thoughts and fear based thoughts continued. And when I say fear based thoughts, I'm specifically talking about the fear of your life crumbling, crumbling before your eyes, not knowing how things will end. I felt alone. I felt afraid. My father was dying on top of it all. My rock. Added to that was a man that I thought I had known very, very well, who showed me another side of himself, a side I never knew existed. I began to doubt myself. I began to doubt whether I made good choices. After all, how could I possibly not have known who this man was, this man I was married to for 17 years, how could how could i not know who he was at the root i began to wonder if i would ever love again or if i would ever have love again but little did i know at that point that what i was searching for was to love myself independent of anyone else. I needed to love myself. I needed to return to self-love. And what I mean by return is we all enter this universe with love of self. We love ourselves. But because of our experiences, the things we go through, the things we encounter on our journey, our unique individual journey, because of the messages we receive and the messages that we tell ourselves, the self-limiting thoughts and negative messages that we we tell ourselves, because of those things, we stray away from self-love. I needed to return to love of self. And I discovered all of this in journaling. I journaled every day, night and day. And in journaling, I was able to process all of this. I was able to heal parts of myself that I never knew were broken. I discovered so much about who I was. In being alone on my own, I came to realize that I was depending on others to make me feel good about myself. When love, self-love, starts on the inside. That's where it all begins. It didn't matter what credentials I had. It didn't matter that I had trained for years to become a therapist. None of that mattered. When it hits so close to home, sometimes it's not as clear. And it didn't become clear until I actually went through my own pain, my own suffering, my own struggles. And so as I journaled, I birthed my book. A book entitled Disempowered No More, A Journey to Discovering Power, Passion and Purpose After Loss. It's a book that spawned from my own pain, a need to heal, a need to understand, a need to return to love of self. But it also developed into something I realized could help others. It could help other women to understand, to help them reclaim their personal power by walking away from something that no longer serves them so that they too can salvage their sense of self-worth, their self-esteem, their self-love. To reclaim their power, to find their voices and to establish boundaries. Boundaries where others cannot take advantage of you. Where you say, no, this is it. I refuse to put up with this. Hell no. No more. I am worthy of so much more. So my pain became my passion. My pain became my purpose. I know this is why I am here. This is my journey. This is my soul's calling. I am here as a walking, breathing example of self love and making myself. A priority. This is why I'm so passionate about what I do every single day. I have through my experiences reinvented myself. I've scripted a different chapter, a chapter where I am the hero, no longer the victim. And the chapters that follow The chapters that follow will only demonstrate victory, my victory, in walking away from something that only brought pain. Something that no longer served me. And what I realized, too, was I had that power all along but I unknowingly gave that power away repeatedly during the course of my marriage. I discovered so much on my journey that I knew I had to share it with others. I couldn't keep it to myself. I am so grateful for all of it, Even the excruciatingly hard moments that pushed me beyond limits I thought I couldn't possibly withstand. Even those moments. You see, now I know with great certainty that there is a divine plan. Everything happens for a reason. Yes, some doors may close. But when those doors close, bigger and better ones open up before you. Sometimes you got to go through a storm, a torrential one, to experience the blessings this life has to offer in abundance. I'm a different person today because of all of it. I'm more mindful. I remain in a place of gratitude. and I take note of all of my blessings, no matter how small, each and every day. Things we all take for granted each day, like waking up to a new day, breathing, fresh air, having my health, my children, my family, Life is so, so beautiful. I meditate every day now. I've incorporated a meditative practice into my daily routine. Every single day I wake up with prayer and I then meditate to begin my day. And Meditation must occur every day because I'm literally no good to myself or anyone else without it. (laughs) I've grown so much, I've expanded. I understand my world so much more profoundly now. I've become more spiritual. Knowing that we are all spiritual beings, having a human experience. Through all of this, I experienced a spiritual awakening. I understand that we are all connected energetically. I experienced this firsthand. We're all connected energetically in ways we cannot see. I began to experience synchronicities. Synchronicities which are inexplicable coincidences which began to happen to me more and more each day and continue to happen. But what I learned is for these synchronicities to occur in our lives, we need to be open to it. And for me, and this doesn't necessarily stand true for everyone, but for me, through the pain, through the suffering, I became open. I became open to receiving the love, the guidance and the support that's available to all of us from our Creator. And what I also learned is that to receive the love, the guidance and the support from the heavens, all we need to do is ask. Ask and you shall receive. It's as simple as that. Well, I want to thank you all for spending this time with me today. Uh, It's been a joy telling you uh, a little bit about me and my story and my passion and what drives me each and every day and I just want to wish you all a great day enjoy it each and every moment and we'll be back here again next week same time same place enjoy your day life tackle it embrace it live it see you soon